Greetings, travelers. My name is Joe DeClara, and you're listening to Gaming Trends Hearthstone Strategy Podcast. Every week, my guests and I choose a deck list from the current meta to review. We each play the deck all week, and then we issue our report here on the Mana Drop. Welcome to the first new episode of Gaming Trends, The Manager. Let me stop you right there. This is the <laughs> PUBG podcast that we're doing. <laughs> we, we will get there. Once the once there's actually a meta to discuss on PUBG, we'll definitely get there. But for today, we're going to talk about Hearthstone. Uh, my name is Joe DeClara. I am the news editor at Gaming Trend, and I am joined by my friend and my uh, colleague and associate, one Ryan Davenport. Absolutely. Ryan's here to talk to me about some Hearthstone. We're here to bring you a new show. We've done this before. We've had the project out there. You'll probably see episodes in your feed, uh, but now we're bringing it to Gaming Trend. We're not doing what you've normally seen any other Hearthstone shows before. Uh, it's going to be a bit more of a focused show. We're going to try to cut the junk out. This is the show only about Hearthstone decks. That's yeah. it. One deck a week. I'll probably be on once a month. We'll have a rotating series of guests for Joey. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Hearthstone decks. That's hope. We got to find the guests first. They got to be willing to actually come on. You, however, are already willing. I've, I've pulled your leg long enough that you're willing to come on and do the deck list. And we have a deck list for everyone uh, for our first show. And, Evolve, uh, Devolve, Shaman. That's it. Evolve, Devolve, Shaman. Although, it, subject to change the name. It could be just Evolve, Shaman. But we'll or just Token, there. Shaman. Or just Token, Shaman, because that's what they call it on the meta report. But yeah, this is the deck you've been playing. I've played a lot of it. Uh, Ryan, you've played a ton of it. You got really high on the ladder. Well, really season. high. I got to I got to rank five. And sure. for anyone listening, personally, I play, I try to play every month to rank five. Mm. I think that the grind from rank five to legend is essentially pointless. If you're looking to build your collection, it just gets you 50 more dust. So my monthly goal is rank five. How about you, Joey? My goal is to play some Hearthstone every month. No, I, I've gotten my my highest rank. I haven't gotten Legend yet. I believe it. I can do it. I can get to Legend, but I gotta. I play so many other games, so I'll it's t- hard I'll to tell dedicate you about the this. time. I'll tell you about this. My highest rank I've gotten is, I think, five. To probably. get Legend, yeah. you're looking at 40 to 50 hours from rank five. Yeah, no problem. So, I mean, it's a lot of time. Look, it's a lot I of times I still haven't done it. I, I know I can do it. It's very frustrating. Yeah, yeah. The plan generally is win the lottery, quit my job, break up with my girlfriend, yeah. disown my family, and abandon all social obligations. Play Hearthstone. Play a lot of Hearthstone. And yeah, then, I mean, uh, that's, that'll be fine. that's the dream, Yeah, but it's hard It's hard to attain. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. But before we do that, uh, I played some casual Hearthstone. This, not casual, casual amount of this deck. Uh, we're going to run through this deck. This deck is, uh, in my opinion, far too... Out of the water with randomosity. Too much RNG, Love as it. you called it. Yeah, But uh, this deck is very much focused on changing up the board and throwing your opponent for a spin, but generally is focused entirely on RNG. You were actually telling me about it uh, before we went on the air. Right, so in a normal game of Hearthstone, and in most card games, you have the RNG from your opening hand, mm-hmm. from the draws that you're going to get throughout the game, and then... From your opponent's deck and their draws. Yeah. The cards that you play, generally in these games, are more like chess, especially Hearthstone. You're playing a card, you expect it to do something in this deck, and in now a lot of Hearthstone decks, some of the best Hearthstone decks right now, you're going to get a varied effect from the different (laughs) cards you play. In this deck, there's several points of RNG. Yeah. 
unlike a normal deck. So you have the totems mm. that you play. As everyone who plays Hearthstone knows, that's the, just the general shaman hero power. Mm. Um, you're usually looking for two of the four. You're looking for either the spell power or the taunt frequently. Sometimes the heal. Sure. Almost never the one power, but actually in this deck, you could be looking for the one power. I mean, all of them are beneficial because it's shaman and the point is to have monsters on the board. But yeah, normally spell damage or as always the taunt minion. So in this deck, you have the evolve and devolve effects. Yeah. Which introduce a large amount of RNG into the game. And then you also have this card Maelstrom Portal, which could give you a different one drop. Mm. Could either have zero, one, or two attack. And then you have patches, which is a whole nother level of RNG that almost every deck plays now in Hearthstone, at least every aggro deck, sure, sure. plays the patches package. Yeah. Because it's just quite good. Opening with patches well, is, is very this, strong. Would you call this an aggro deck, Ryan? Can be an aggro deck. It you can. can control the board and just win through aggro. It's a very yeah. powerful aggro deck. Yeah. But it's also a very powerful mid range and late game deck. It's not I wouldn't say it's a control deck. I would say it's more no, of certainly not. just like uh aggro to mid range to almost like a mid range combo deck. I agree. So we're going to go through, we've mentioned a lot of cards. We're going to go through the deck list right now. Ryan, what do we have on the deck list for Token Shaman? Uh, so we have Blood Sail Corsair. Yeah. That's activator for... The Patches, uh, patches Activator. Yeah. You have two Evolve, two Firefly, one Patches, two Devolve, two Flame Tongue Totem. So Flame Tongue Totem, you said, possibly the best card in this deck. Flame Tongue Totem is a card that you can just win the game with. I mean, you... Sure. you you play, so you several play of these cards you, will help you win, probably. Right. We talk about in card games randomly winning, and Flametone Totem <laughs> is a way you could randomly win the game. If you play it and they have no way to deal three damage to it, you can frequently run in these super cheap minions into their guys and just control the board for the entire game. Flametone Totem is a way that Shaman has historically kind of held the board and just balled into a, a, like, a fury of inevitability. Mm. Throughout the mid game, and then you just win yep. before the late game happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, two Jade Claws, two Maelstrom Portal, two Prima Fin Totem. Prima Fin Totem, great card. Sure, this is a new card that's being played in a lot of. Yeah, um, not uh, a lot of uh, early. Mur- there's no Murloc synergy here, but just getting that one drop at the end of each turn is just it's perfect a source for this of deck. inevitability, which is something that you want in card games. You, know, you want to always be doing something without spending mana. Yeah. And there's a lot of that in this deck. So Mana Tide Totem, another great source of inevitability. Yep. If you stick a Tide Totem, it's very similar to sticking a Flame Tongue Totem. You just are going to win because you are now drawing two cards a turn. Mm. This is a card game. You want to draw cards. Very important to draw cards. Yeah, yeah. It's also Mm. important that you get value out of it on the turn that you play it you did not during the turn but you you put that totem out you're getting an extra card every time you're yeah. always getting unless you evolve it which which does come up yeah. play it evolve it yeah um you're getting a card every single time stonehill defender new card one of the best cards in the game now yeah you like this card regularly in every deck i play yeah it's definitely one of the best well it's it's filled up the uh sludge belcher spot that's been vacant for a while now it's just a great card it gives you a card so often in other decks i've found that it's giving me legendary cards so in this really deck great. what card are you picking most frequently what do you think is coming up for you that it's relevant i'm regularly finding white eyes in my stonehill defender roles almost every time i find it that's the one i pick i'm frequently finding white eyes i don't love white eyes i really? rarely pick it I've picked much more than I thought I would Earth Elemental and just playing it on five. 
Sure. Or playing this thing, right, playing this thing on three, mm. and then coining into Earth Elemental the next turn. I've picked Earth Elemental, too. It doesn't come up nearly as often as White Eyes for me, to be well, honest. Well, that's, that's just totally random. I mean, for <laughs> me, Alakir is another card that I've been picking in the classic Shaman Legendary. Okay. But then I've frequently been picking things from below, and having access to a potential four things from below mm. in a game of Shaman yeah. in Hearthstone is very strong. I mean, you can just go one thing from below for free after a big evolve turn and then just be holding more things from below. Sure. That's sure. going to let you re-up the board in situations where you would have normally lost. So Stonehill Defender, very strong card. Strong in most any deck right now in the meta. But as I've far also as picked noticed. Dirty Rat. Sure, Dirty I've Rat. Little, yeah. I've gotten a little dirty. You know, there's yeah. <laughs> some decks where they're holding onto minions that combo, like against Priest. Mm. Dirty Rat can be very effective, t- baiting out their, their combo piece, their new legendary, mm. the 3-5 get the name now sure um so dirty rat's good and then also just you know an on curve cheap taunt like we're talking about the yeah there's a three mana four three uh uncommon yep that i've been playing on curve and then there's a four mana two six beast that i would never play in shaman but that'll come down and then the shaman three mana two four that heals yeah yeah i've seen is that. another yeah, good one so i'll pick that one up too yeah so deciding when to pick or what to pick is a critical element of of the win rate i feel like in this deck because you have to know when to play this card. A lot of times you want to make sure only you play it when it's just going to survive. Mm. So if they have four damage on board, and the, the one attack is a usual liability, but it's very good against one health minions. Mm. So against certain decks like Pirate, it's very strong. You have to know when it's going to survive. Against a four-powered weapon, you're usually in trouble if you play this. Okay, sure. So Stonehill Defender, Lagre, RNG, Discover, always a cool element. Let's finish up this deck list here. Jade Lightning. We got five Jade cards. Jade Lightning being two of them. We already mentioned Jade Claws. Uh, later we have Aya Black Paw. We have uh, Bloodlust. Two Bloodlust, two Doppelgangster, and then two Things from Below. Sure. Now, Doppelgangster, let's just get right into Doppelgangster and Evolve. Uh, that's a very important combo. Evolve is uh, imperative to getting right in the uh, rhythm of your game, depending on what situation you're in it's always imperative to drop that at the right moment it's not always easy to tell but one great moment to do it always is turn six or turn five with coin with uh doppelgangster and evolve because you get that doppelgangster spawns three two twos that are all marked as five mana minions then you drop evolve you get three six mana minions for the cost of sticks i'll tell you there's some pretty good six mana minions in hearthstone <laughs> you might not think that there are but i've hit some ludicrous combinations and yeah so this deck got me to rank five last month sure um it's gotten me to rank 10 in the first two days of the opening season i haven't had much time to play it since but i'm hovering around rank nine now mm. i suspect i might be able to get to legend this month if i want to put in the time yeah with this deck doppelgangster is a big part of that i mean what have been some of the crazy things that you've hit, Joey? I I can't remember right now, but I mean, I've hit uh, a lot of, well, what's the, uh, I can't remember his name, the uh, Lord of the Arena. Uh, I run into- Lord of the Arena is quite good. I've hit that. Frequently hit that. And that's just uh, alongside whatever else I uh, see pop up on either side of Lord of Arena, having that 6-5 uh, taunt is uh, really powerful for this. So my time. best doppelgangster is the time that I hit two of the four or five taunts yeah with divine shield yes and anaya and you, so and anaya you hit Perfect. that and you're good there are some crazy combinations you could hit three carns mm. you could yeah you can hit three ayas which yeah. is very strong because then you're probably getting if you played no jade 
Yeah. You'll be getting a 1, 1, a 2, 2, and a 3, 3 when they die. Yeah. That's very good. Really, you're looking for taunt in almost every situation, Hmm. unless you're playing against a very strong control deck and you just want uh, some sticking power. And then in that case, you're looking for the Karns and the Ayas. Let's talk about now the game and its rhythm. What are you looking at with matchups? With uh, the mulligan, what are you looking at, and what are you? What is your strategy that you're normally going with in the early game? Right. So you really um, want to hit your very good twos. I mean, a lot of times you do want to play a turn one play mm-hmm. against aggro, but against any deck, uh, aggro, controller, mid range, or combo, you want to hit a good two. Like you need, um, you want to have flame tongue totem in hand to back mm-hmm. up your one drops. Okay. But you also really would like to hit. Prime Fin Totem. If you can coin it to Prime Fin Totem, there are a lot of situations where that is just a it's just a winning play. Yeah. Because now if they can't answer that in the first three turns, you can get into a situation where that overruns the entire game. Mm. Especially against uh, certain decks like against Paladin, it, that doesn't be consecration. A lot of times you can back it up with a taunt. Yeah. Even if they wrap the board in like a mini wrap, your Prime Fin Totem is going to survive. It's going to continuously pump out totems throughout the game. Um, Primal Fin Totem is my favorite coin in turn one move for sure. I was for a while uh, when I first just built the deck and just jumped in, uh, say like a couple weeks ago when we first started doing this. I was looking at Blood Sail Corsair. That's what I was looking for for the patches, but it's not nearly as strong as just building up your board early with Primal Fin Totem. Well, Blood Sail Corsair is insane if you go turn one Blood Sail Corsair, turn two Flame Tongue Totem. Yeah. So now you have six power, and you've already done one, so on turn two, you're doing seven damage to them. Sure. It's pretty good. Turn two, seven damage. Yeah, like but I mean, five damage with Primal Fin and Flame Tongue Toad, not bad either. That's pretty good. Yeah, not le- bad It's either. a little less than seven. Yeah, a little less. It's two less than seven, in fact. Yeah. But that's okay, still. Also, uh, looking at the beginning, we were talking about J-Claws, and you were asking whether or not uh, you coin into J-Claws. I've only rarely coined into J-Claws. I don't know if you're a fan of that. I was frequently coining into J-Claws. Yeah. And I found that not having the turn two play is not good. It's it's <laughs> having the being mana constricted. Yeah, um, that early. Bad. But there are a lot of combinations where it's good. Like, let's say they play a one drop. Mm. You coin into your Jade Claws, right? You kill their guy. You have a 1-1. One, one. Mm. Then on your turn, they play another one drop You kill or, or two drop. Let's mm. say you kill it with your second activation. And then there are a ton of one drops you can play. So you have two Firefly, two Blood Sail Corsair. Mm. You can drop that as your turn two play. Mm. That's an option. Okay. So uh, talk to me a little bit about strategy of filling up your board. This board is incredibly good at just filling up it within a moment's notice like you i i could i've re- frequently had my board to- totally wiped brawl consecration uh flame strike not a lot of flame strike being run in the meta that i've experienced but it's out there so but then the next turn i can doppelgangster i can throw out fireflies so tell me about like filling up your board when it's when you've maybe found that it's not a good idea to be just spamming your board with minions what's your general board control strategy like Right, so it's really matchup dependent, right? So mm. there, as you said, it's very easy with this deck to just flood the board. Mm. So you could be playing the game, you can get wiped, and then let's say just in a normal situation, you can drop a Prime Fin Totem and a Firefly oh. and a Hero Power. That's two cards. You have five minions on board. The next turn, you can Bloodlust and randomly win. So it's like, oh, yeah. oops, <laughs> I won. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> they took away sorry in the uh, emotes. I'm still very sore about that. By the right. Way. Well, yeah. I mean, I never said sorry. I always said I will, I will crush you. Yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about matchups. Can you tell me some of the uh, matchups that you were most favorable towards or if it's more uh, important? Uh, do you think uh, some of the matchups that you had a lot of trouble with? Yeah, so some of the matchups where a deck like this you would think would struggle mm. would be like Hunter, like any other aggressive deck, essentially like a faster Hunter or Pirate Warrior. And you actually have a pretty good matchup. I would say like 55-60% against those decks. Like, mm. you're doing good there. Um, this deck is has probably, I would say, maybe a little under 50% against Paladin. Mm. Difficult. Uh, Paladin floods the board almost better than you do. Yeah. But there's big evolve plays that you can make. There's big wrath that you can do. Like, you, mm. if you get a good Maelstrom portal, mm. you can beat a Paladin. Um, where this deck really struggles is against this new Control Paladin deck that came out this week. Sure. That just won a large tournament. You can find this deck list online. Um, you're going to see that. You're going to start seeing that on ladder more. Yeah. It's going to be more difficult. Quickly, very popular. Yeah. It's rough because they have a ton of ways to clear the board, whereas the paladin generally for the last two months in this ungoro expansion they were playing more of a murloc strategy or almost all the paladins were playing some variant of murloc yeah and you were just trying to deal with the light lord and uh sunkeeper tareem mm-hmm. those were decks that you could beat even though they were difficult this new deck that's trying to play wild pyromancer equalities consecrates ways to heal doomsayers as well and doomsayers yeah. very rough yeah. against yeah that's the more like run of the mill paladin that I've seen in previous metas. Like right. for for the first couple of weeks at least of uh, paladin's rise to power, I was not seeing any consecration. I hadn't seen pyromancer and uh, equality combo until like today. Well, you got when lucky because all those decks yeah. were running two consecration, but they yeah. weren't running equality. Yeah, they had cut equality, which is was, yeah, no, no, was no. consecrations more than recent. It's been for a little while now, but like the the standard Paladin control affair hasn't been in play uh, in full until most recently from what I've seen. Yeah, no, that's what I've seen too. And I think it's because of this new deck that just won this tournament. But yeah. I would say the worst matchup for this deck is Freeze Mage. If you run up against a Freeze Mage, you you can win. I mean, mm. you can be a Freeze Mage. Mm. You need to dodge the Doomslayers. Yeah. Um, you need to just rush them down i mean they it's a really bad matchup it's oh. probably like 40 percent or 30 percent um just don't queue into freeze mage you're, you're gonna do good last matchup question how'd you feel about uh secret mage because that's on the top tier list of a couple of uh meta reports right now i feel like i'm over 50 percent to beat secret mage i mean secret yeah. mage can have the nutro but you can just have a better nutro against mm-hmm. secret mage i mean you can control the board against them um some of their secrets are mostly irrelevant against you uh. counterspell is a secret that you can beat i'd rather run into a counterspell with this deck yeah. ice barrier is very good against this deck yeah frequently lose to ice barrier yeah. and only uh freeze mage runs ice barrier where your the secret mages do not yeah secret mages will run um the secret that summons the one three yeah and you only have two cards in the deck that worry about that uh-huh. um your jade, jade. Lightning. lightning and you can usually play around it you could just because if you go face it doesn't proc so that's essentially a dead card mm. in your match because you're not running hex mm. if you're running hex that'd be a much worse card for the matchup so i find that i'd ra- i'd much rather be a secret mage than be 
a freeze mage. Luckily, from rank 25 to 5, yeah. you're very infrequently running away, running into freeze mages because it's such a slow deck. People aren't grinding the ladder with that deck. Sure, sure. That's one of the reasons why this deck, I find, is incredible for ladder climbing because you're not going to run into that many of these paladins. You're not going to run into that many of these freeze mages. Mm. Those are the decks that really crush it. We haven't talked about Taunt Warrior yet. Taunt Warrior. Which what is a nightmare. A, it is sometimes a nightmare. I feel like it's a nightmare for basically every deck in the game, but Freeze sure. Mage yeah. or Jade Druid. Jade, Jade Druid. Druid I haven't played a lot of Jade Druid. can beat uh, Taunt Warrior because they sure. just go longer. Mm-hmm. But you can beat a Taunt Warrior, and it's really revolves sure. around... I have done it. It's possible, for sure. You need to like revolve around your Devolves. Yeah. You need to get rid of the Taunts with that. And then you need to win with Bloodlust against Taunt Warrior. Yep. Um, pretty more recently, Taunt Warriors have been running um, 2x Armorsmith, mm. which is rough because they've been getting, uh, probably, I've seen them get 20 armor in a few games or 25 armor. Yep. Very difficult to win with Bloodlust when they have 50 health. Mm. But you can beat Taunt Warrior. You just get a good Devolve. It's, it's really just around getting Devolve, wiping their taunts, especially any taunts that get them armor, any minions that get them extra cards. Uh, there's the dinosaur taunt, uh, death rattle. That's a nightmare. Uh, but it, it just because it extends their game. Armorsmith and Ally Armorsmith. Getting rid of those has been key for me to beating Taunt Warrior. I have beaten Taunt Warrior, but anytime right. they pop their quests, then I've pretty much called a game. I've I've not found. I found only one game though that was able to keep spawning the board with minions. So every time they rolled, they just never hit me. Right, so for me, the quest actually isn't that bad. It's the two uh, brawls, which are huge, mm. and then the two primordial drakes. Primordial sure. drakes just wreck you. If you can get if you can get to eight, um, and you have like you go uh, brawl another taunt into primordial drake, you usually lose in that game. That card is insane, and it is very good for control. Yeah. So we talked about the matchups. Uh, if you folks are listening at home and are running into this deck a lot. I'm not running into too much of Token Shaman while running the ladder, but I've seen it, and if you run into it you're having trouble, now you know some of the matchups that are tough for it, so you can combat it at least. Uh, before we wrap up, I have a quick story of the week. I'm pretty sure you might have run into it uh, before. There's a lot of Druid out there uh, I've seen. There's J Druid. I'm not sure which one's running uh, Living Mana, but there's a couple of decks That's running. That's the Aggro Druid. Now. And my favorite play of this week, Standard Game, had Primal Fin Totem out there. I was holding on to Devolve and a Maelstrom Portal. This guy plays Living Mana. I'm looking at it. It looks terrifying, but then you think I draw. So you're actually, talking about the dream. Draw the Devolve, and I said, wait a minute. And it's a very, it's, it seems like it makes perfect sense. You should see it coming, but I didn't think of it. I Devolve, and they all go turn into 1 1s, and I Maelstrom Portal. He has no mana. He has left. no mana. I'm at 8 it's mana. Good. Amazing. Good. He's at 1 mana. Concedes immediately. And we should mention that that deck is a very good matchup for this deck, especially sure. because of the Devolve. Yeah. You have to, I have probably like 80% win rate against uh, that aggro shaman. Yeah. Uh, sorry, aggro druid. Aggro druid. Uh, but that's that's the dream yeah. like shutout play. Yeah. Um, you have to hold your devolves for living mana. living mana. Yeah. 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 So I've done that since, but like first time I did it was incredible. It's pretty, yeah, it's <laughs> incredible. I, I pulled it off once. I've won, like I said, 80% and I usually bust my devolves before because they have ways to pump their board so big. Uh-huh. And 
what I have done is just roll the taunt and beat the two sure, twos. Sure, sure. I've run it a couple of times. And not the taunt, the spell power. Spell power, yeah. yeah. All right, so we've talked about matchups. That's great. And uh, the deck is good. I'm glad to be moving on from it, though. I want to play some of these other decks because this meta is incredible right now. Meta is really good. Yeah. That's why we're doing the Hearthstone podcast, talking about Hearthstone. It's really good right now. It's, it's Hearthstone is in the best place it's been probably uh, for two years. It's yeah, the most sure. fun. The last six months before this uh, expansion were miserable. I basically stopped playing, and a lot of pros actually stopped playing. Mm-hmm. A lot of pros are moving on to Gwent. Yep. They're leaving Hearthstone for Gwent or for other card games. Um, but a lot of pros are coming back. It's, it's really sure. exciting right now. Yeah, it's exciting. So we will be back, of course, next week for plenty more Hearthstone talk. Uh, I believe uh, the schedule isn't final right now, so I won't pretend to be uh, formal about it, but we, I do hope to speak to another associate about some mid-range hunter. And we also have uh, a another member of the GT crew, one Mike Pierce, who is currently running the uh, Disguised Toast free-to-play deck that he made all the way to uh, legend, which is pretty incredible. I didn't think it was possible. I thought this was easily a p- p- pay-to-win game by this point, but Disguise Toast proved us wrong. But of course, Disguise Toast is a seriously talented player, so there's also you need to have that as well. Well, about every six months, uh, a streamer will take a free-to-play deck to legend. Yeah, uh, I think that's good for the game. Absolutely. It's harder to do than with a good deck. You have to play more games, but you sure. can do it. I mean, it's possible. Sure, sure. The, it's a hunter deck as well. The standard hunter deck is just very good yep. right now. So. Yep. So we'll be uh, talking about Hunter for a couple of weeks next. And then after that, uh, maybe we'll revisit Ryan uh, come next month. Or uh, we'll be speaking to possibly some other guests. Uh, we will let you know, but check in every week for your Hearthstone strategy fix. And, of course, if you want to, you may subscribe on iTunes or Pocket Cast, wherever finer podcasts are found. Also, make sure to check out our other general gaming show, Gaming Trend, the GT Reboot, uh, where Mike Pierce and myself talk about the general gaming news. Maybe one day we'll divulge some uh, Hearthstone, uh, our feelings on the Hearthstone news, but for now, it's just strategy. And, uh, Ryan, thank you for coming on, talking to me about some Shaman. Sure thing. I'll see you back here with the next deck that gets you to rank five. Yeah, excellent.